You guys, I'm so excited to be talking to Allison LaBianca today, and I'm actually face-to-face with her here Ooh, at the Holy Yoga Retreat. <laughs> Woo! Um, and so this is just great. We just sat down to talk about Holy Yoga International and decided that this needed to be recorded and we needed to share it with you guys because it's super exciting. Allison is definitely saying a great big yes to God's call on her life, and he's surprising her around every corner. So she's got a lot to say about just mm-hmm. kind of how um, big God's dreams can be, uh, even yeah. when ours may not be that big. So Allison, can you just say hi and kind of see what you're, tell everybody what you're doing. What, what are you up to? What is Holy Yoga International? Yeah. Thanks, first of all, for even wanting to have me on. Yay. It's such an honor. Um, <laughs> and I love what I get to do. So I'm super excited to be able to share about it. Um, yeah, Holy Yoga International is something that is definitely still forming. It's pretty huge. And so it's not anything that I am um, just kind of plowing ahead with, but really waiting on God to make clear the next steps. But um, at this point, we're really, a big part is um, marketing to people outside of the U.S. and just making them aware of what holy yoga is about. And then um, just helping them bring holy yoga into their unique parts of the world and how can they adapt all of this into their specific cultures and um, which is super exciting to me. And so then also a lot of our instructors have a heart to go and do missions work and want to use holy yoga um, in that. And so we're also equipping instructors who want to go and do those things. So I have a lot of conversations with people who are excited to bring holy yoga on short-term trips, whether to support missionaries and kind of do soul care retreats, just, you know, to avoid burnout because that's a really Um, challenging thing when you're living in a culture outside of your own. So holy yoga can be really restorative for people that are serving outside of their home country. And another huge part, which is so my heart, is um, really creating a lot of awareness around trauma and the lack of um, body-based therapy. And so holy yoga really wants to be on the front lines of that kind of work. And so we want to start going around the world and offering holy yoga, specifically with a trauma-sensitive focus for people. There's just a lot going on, you know, a lot of sex trafficking and human trafficking and um, children of war and refugees, and there's just so much um, pain and being able to use holy yoga to help people live integrated, to connect to what's been going on um, and just see God at work, heart, soul, mind, and body. I love that. so, yeah, that's kind of the... Oh, short dispersion. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like we could talk about this all day. Yeah. It's, it's not a short story and it's <laughs> unfolding as we speak. Um, yes. so what I think is really cool is, um, what other countries do, are we going into right now? Like where do you travel and want to send missionaries or have missionaries? Like how's yeah. that? Working? So we actually have like about 30 or 30 plus instructors globally right now. We have, um, a, woman, a couple people in Australia, we have some people in Thailand, we have some people in um, China, in Germany, and Belgium, and India. Uh, Norway, India, and yeah, thank you, yeah. Um, England, and we have somebody coming up in, from Guatemala, and another couple in Brazil, and some um, somebody else, where, where were they? Uh, there's Guatemala and they're like all over the place. Yeah, oh, Puerto Rico. Like oh, I it's love just that. it's just 
getting bigger. And I love seeing that happen. Well, what's so cool is I get to talk to some of these people on the phone. And so Mm -hmm. they end up being like in China and we're like Skyping and trying to find a time (laughs) that works. And it's just, it's such a privilege and it's, Mm -hmm. it's overwhelming how um, big God is and you know, how he can do anything. And so um, it's super exciting to see them coming through the training. Um, so what would you say if someone asked you what is trauma-informed holy yoga training and, and kind of trauma-informed class? Like mm-hmm. what's different about that? Yeah. So a big – it's so much not about the yoga. It yeah. really – like we talk a lot about that in holy yoga that, you know, it's really not about the yoga. But especially in a trauma-informed class, it really is about – individuals reconnecting to their body. A lot of times when there is trauma, people disassociate. And so they they kind of feel like their body becomes an enemy in the trauma because they weren't able to get away from that experience. And so um, it really is about learning how to feel their body again and, um, and empowering choices back to people. So oftentimes when there's been a trauma, you didn't get to have a say in what happened. Things just happened to you. And so it's a lot of exploratory saying, you know, how does notice how this feels in your body. If that feels painful, come out of that. You get to decide. I want you're you're the expert on your body. Yes. Do what feels right to you. Um, so it's a lot of notice this or um, why don't you explore this? You know, it's right. very much just kind of creating a space for people to feel free to get to know their bodies again. Yeah. Um, Even and, just the breath, right? Yeah. Like oh, yeah. Like that's huge. Just noticing the breath, mm-hmm. um, realizing a lot of body scanning and awareness. And so it's not very much like, okay, hold warrior, two breaths deep in it. Like it's right. saying, okay, maybe if you want to try going deeper into that posture, explore that. If it's too much, come back out of it. It's just very much wanting people like to have their choices and yes empowerment totally yeah oh I love that really key parts of a trauma class and sometimes to start like it would go really slow the progression right like you might be on your mat the whole entire time like just letting them feel super grounded and safe and like building that trust yeah because they're afraid to come into the class because they haven't been in touch with their body yeah so creating safety is key doing safety exercises you know starting off at a safe place um, so that when things might get triggered on the mat, they are able to, you ground, you say like, let's come back into the room, notice the colors around you. It's just very um, coming back to the present, knowing the trauma isn't happening to them right now, that that was in the past Mm -hmm. and helping them realize that, like making um, a timeline of things um, so that everything doesn't feel like it's all just fluid and happening at that moment. Trauma was in the past this is a trigger. You yes. can let's breathe through that. And it is a lot of let's breathe together. Watch me. Let's inhale together to bring that unity to kind of help move through that safely. Yeah. So you guys can't see us, but Allison and I, when she just said, let's breathe together, we both actually took a deep breath <laughs> mm-hmm. because we were practiced in this. And this is something that we both know to be like super important. I actually um, was held up at gunpoint and oh, went yes. through a terrible trauma. And so my one of the things that I had panic attacks and mm. they were terrible. And I just remember people saying, like, you're fine. Mm. You're not in any danger. You're fine. You know, but I didn't feel fine. And my body was betraying me. And I couldn't, I didn't know how to calm my body down. Yeah. Um, And so breath for me saved me and yoga as well. And so I get this on a personal level. Um, But it seems like whenever I start to talk about it or have people talk about it, which is a lot now, 
um, I, I feel myself taking those deep breaths mm-hmm. again, mm-hmm. you know, um, but it is amazing. We've mentioned on this podcast a few times that book, The Body Keeps the Score. Oh, I love that book. Right? I just tore through that. Yes. And then there's yes. another one, The Body Remembers. Uh-huh. Um, Overcoming but, trauma. Yes. Yoga. So there's just a lot of great work being done um, in this area. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, that's fascinating. So what I'm curious about is like, did you see yourself doing this? <laughs> no, not at all. Like, um, Five years ago, I never would have thought this was where I was. But now as I look back, I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, God has so been putting this together. And it makes so much sense now. But I would have had no idea. And so, like, that's what I love about life is just I love life being this adventure with God. Like, I have no idea where he's taking me. Some people are like, what's your five, ten-year plan? I'm like, I don't know. Because honestly, like, I would never have known that this is where I'd be. Right. So it's just about saying the small yeses to, like, I don't know why, but I'm going to say yes to this. Yes. Because I feel like that a lot. Like, even saying yes to Holyoga leadership, I was like, I have no idea why they're asking me. I just got (laughs) certified three months ago. I don't know what I'm doing, but they've just asked me to be on leadership and I'm supposed to say yes. Yeah. And it's just been these like, I'm supposed to say yes here. And it's now I'm like, whoa, this is like living my dream. Like this is living what my heart comes alive to. And it's just been saying the small yeses that make up this big yes. Yeah. And what I love about that is like, you're living, you said you're living your dream and it's like, you know, God gave you the desires of your heart. Mm -hmm. But if you were asked five years ago or 10 years ago to put on paper, the desires of your heart, right? Because I think sometimes when we do that, when we try to say what we want, it's small. Yeah. Right. Totally. And so what he's doing here is big. I mean, you're traveling around the world, you're meeting people of all different cultures and you have a real heart for people, um, for diversity and different stories and a large expansive worldview, mm-hmm. um, not basing everything just based on what you know being here in the United States. And so all of that is because you traveled a lot before, right? As before yeah. Holy Yeah. Um so a little bit of my background, I guess maybe I could share that here. Um I definitely didn't grow up in a family where travel was like we didn't have money. So I grew up in New York and our travel was going upstate New York to camp together. And um I always was like kind of more of a thought I'd move back home after college and be home and in New York and um, I'm the baby of the family and it's just always funny to my family to see that I'm the one who's actually like lives now on the other side of the country and I'm around the world taking flights um, across the globe by myself um, but yeah. it was in college I went to Taylor University in Indiana and they're they have a big focus on missions and so that's kind of where I got exposed and is it a Christian college yeah okay and so I, did. I went to IU by the way oh so this is like an Indiana I, think I forgot class. that <laughs> Yeah, I know, a little Midwest, um, which was culture shock in itself, being a New Yorker going to the cornfields. Oh, I bet. Um, so, yeah, I I think that I just have an adaptable personality, but I didn't know that until I left New York and I was in a, another culture of Indiana. And then yeah. I um, went to South Africa for a month with college, and that's where I was like, something is alive in me that I have never felt before. Yeah. Um, and so I thought I'd go move back there, and then I ended up going to Kenya for two weeks, and that's where I felt like God was like, you're coming alive here, and like, I want you to go long term. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh gosh, I thought I should be married first, or I thought, you know, I should this. And God was like, your life is now. Like, say yes now. And so I quit my teaching job, and I moved to Uganda for a year, and um, never once felt homesick because I just knew this was what I was supposed to do. 
loved it, loved engaging, like living in the culture with Ugandans and not having my own like apartment in the city and then going into, you know, do work. I just wanted to be among people. Um, came back to the States a couple of years. And then I went back to Uganda and worked with kids who were former child soldiers in the LRA. This was a rebel group that was, um, was in existence not that long ago, 2006, I believe is when they kind of like left that part of Uganda. And so I went in 2011 and just started to listen to the stories of these kids who had been taken, ripped apart from their families. Like I had this, there were these three brothers and they were gone for two, three years and they were all separated and they all like escaped and found each other. And it was just like, Oh my gosh. So beautiful. But so like to listen to them, they were very detailed about the, their experiences and you could tell like they had so much trauma, but they were talking about it as though like just totally disconnected. And I was just like sitting, I remember we were just like under the stars at night talking and I just have like tears rolling down my cheeks because I'm like, I can't believe this is what has happened to you. And yet you're just thanking God that he allowed you to escape. And, um, yeah, so that, so that's kind of like what was going on in my twenties and, um, came back from that. And Heidi Vance, who's our holy yoga trauma sensitive teacher, um, she's a good friend of mine. And so I just, you know, she's a therapist and her husband's in the military. And so she's been doing a lot of this kind of study and I started talking to her about it. And so when I was brought onto leadership, um, kind of unsure why I was here, I, um, all of a sudden I was responding to somebody's email who was asking about bringing Holyoke on a short-term trip to Rwanda. And she's like, I know you've lived in East Africa. What's your thought on that? Um, and as I was responding to her email, it was like one of those lightning bolt moments where I was like, yeah. Oh my gosh, this is what God has for me. Like he is inviting me to create Holyoke international missions, yes. like to do this. And I don't know why <laughs> me, yeah. but like, I know that I know that this is it. And I felt so strongly and I immediately called Heidi and I was like, I think this is what we're supposed to do together. And she told me like, you're going to want to talk to Brooke, like Boone, just this, this is definitely a vision that's going on. And so it was very affirmed and uh, it just started happening. But I think because my heart, I have my own story of like my mom passed away at a young age for Mm. me. And so I have my own process of grieving and healing and trauma. And um, I think just out of that, like, I know how the Lord has freed me yes. through that pain. Like one of the hardest things I've ever gone through where I felt like my world shattered. Mm-hmm. I want others to know, like even in the midst of our hardest, most challenging, painful, broken places, God is still so present and alive and longing for our healing, wants our mm-hmm. healing for Amen. us. And so I think that, ties into like my heart of why trauma is such a big part for me. Like I want everyone to be able to be walking in freedom and awaken to the truth that they don't have to be defined by these traumas or painful experiences, but they are a part of them, but that God can integrate it into a bigger picture. Yes. So that's a I long love answer. that. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. So when you and I were talking earlier, you had mentioned Rob Bell. Yeah, and there was a podcast or something that he had said. Tell me, tell us about that because I yeah. I told Allison you guys will laugh. I told Allison stop talking. You wait till I hit record because she was saying so many good things, and I just wanted you guys all to hear it because one of the best things I love about talking to people is just hearing too who's inspiring them, what they're listening to, what they're reading, where they're finding inspiration. Um, 
what scripture verses they're loving, like whatever it is, because I think that helps all of us. So yeah, mm-hmm. tell us what you're Yeah, doing. so I was just listening. I'm like new to the podcast world. I have a lot of friends who are and now obsessed you're on with the podcast. And now I'm on one. <laughs> this is like a big moment for me. Um, somebody needs to Instagram this. <laughs> we are totally going to Instagram it. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I've been kind of getting into um, the Rob cast, Rob Bell, and he had this whole series recently on uh, the wisdom tradition. And one of them that really like jumped out at me was he talked about that like wisdom living in the wisdom tradition. It's like we can tend to think about like today I'm alive because I'm breathing and tomorrow like maybe I'll be dead. And that means like life is finished. But he was saying that actually life is like every day we're choosing life or death. Like, are we choosing to live from our heart? Are we doing the thing that was put in us to do in this world? Um, and if we're not like people might say like, I don't know what's wrong with me. I mean, it's not like I'm dying, but, um, I don't know. Like I'm just so, there's something empty in me. And he's like, no, but you are dying because you're not living Mm -hmm. out this big, calling on your life for this part of your heart that is made to come alive. Like you're, you're shutting it down. So that is death. Like that right. is like a death. And when he said that, I'm kind of grieved because it's so many people live that way. Yes. They just um, exist. They're just yeah, here. But they're and not that really breaks living. my heart. Cause it's like, what if we all just really allowed ourselves to come alive to the things we're supposed to be doing? That's what the great big yes is all about. I know. It's so good. <laughs> I love what you're about. That's yeah. so like people need these conversations. And one thing that he said was like, um, often we think that asking our hearts, like, what do you feel? What do you need? Like that feels like a luxury because we're not meant to like do what makes us feel alive. Mm-hmm. Like that's just a luxury. We should just do what we need to do. That's check like off selfish. The box. Yeah. Like it's selfish to do that. But he's like, actually that scripture that talks about guard your heart. It's the wellspring of life. He's like to guard it is to listen to it, to let it speak, mm-hmm. to, to, um, follow after it. And so I was like blown away by that. And, I mean, it was affirming for me because I don't feel like I'm, I'm a, you know, it's hard to meet people who are living out of their heart mm-hmm. and what they feel like they're meant for. And so for sure, like, I love what I'm doing, but th- there are definitely challenges because I feel like it goes against culture. Yes. Um, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> I love yeah. that. But right. I also, it's hard to feel like you're going against society. Totally. Yes. So that was really affirming for me. Yeah. So there are times when you feel, I mean, that's the thing. I think sometimes people see what other people are doing. Like, honestly, like if they saw you, you're darling and you've got like so much personality, you're beautiful. And then you see like, oh, director of Holy Yoga International. And everyone's like, oh my gosh, that's really awesome. And there's, there's a part in all of us, I think that says, oh, well, God isn't calling me into anything big or God's not going to use me in that Mm -hmm. way. Or that's just for other people. And so I think, I think it's just really cool, like knowing you and talking to you and and also hearing that, you know, you also have doubts and, you know, fears come in and right and challenges. And so I think we're not saying, oh, this is like, say yes to everything and everything will be perfect. Even when you accept Jesus and you understand and you feel like, oh, I've been set free. It doesn't mean everything's easy. No, totally not. Right. (laughs) But so much more rewarding. Yeah. Like it's, I, I would say yes over and over again. Like, yeah. I couldn't live any other way. I'm not somebody who can just, you know, have a nine to five and just go in and click clock in and clock out. Like I have to be doing, living out my personal why in the workplace. Yeah. So why do I exist? Like, what am I made for? I have to be doing work around that. Yeah. 
And yes, there are seasons where like we just need to pay the bills. So there might be like we just need to have the job that's going to help us pay the bills, but not letting that dream die and also trusting that like, okay, Lord, you're going to bring this around in time. Like there have been plenty of jobs that I've had that I've just known like I can't do this forever, but I need to pay the bills right now. Right. But then it's when it's crushing your soul. (laughs) Yeah. Like I can't do it. I just cannot. Yeah. And I feel that so deeply that I'm I'm like, all right, Lord, it's time for the exit. Like, where is that? Well, and I love that you're awakened and free. I love those words because awakening, um, and we even talked about that in Bible study this morning, but just being awakened, being aware, looking, mm-hmm. taking a sober look at your life, right? Yeah. Being sober-minded, being, yeah. um, you know, gosh, I'm feeling this way. I wonder why. Mm-hmm. You know, I wonder what's not working. Yeah. Um, and that's the hard work mm-hmm. that we have to do, but it's the only way. Um, to get to the place of living with passion and purpose. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. And something else, like just to go along with, um, it's not just like, oh, well, that girl Allison gets to do what she loves. Like, I don't know why. I, I, I think it's just like I said, saying those small yeses because they're, I'm reading this other book, um, Tattoos on the Heart, and he talks about, um, that crap I'm losing my talks mind about, again with he's that he's with gang members right? yeah it's such he a good book yeah. yeah um but he's shoot, you guys before we started the podcast shot. what is just, it <laughs> just so you know we were like I was taking notes basically of all the things she was saying so poor thing I'm oh, turning on the recording it. and making her talk so. oh I remembered it okay go for um, it he says anything worth doing is worth failing at And I just have been like, yes, because I think we come into this expectation. Like if I'm going to do, like if I, it's super vulnerable to do what your heart wants to do. And it's like kind of putting yourself out there and it's like, hello world. Like here I am standing naked, like exposing my heart, my gift. And what if I'm a failure? But it's like, well, yeah, you're going to fail because you're not going to nail this the first time. So it's just kind of showing up. And, um, I think that just gave me a lot of courage. And also, I mean, it's, it's a constant, like when we are rising up in what brings us alive, there's so much resistance, like resistance will come. Yes. We like, so I think that's where a lot of people then get small again or hide Sure, because resistance comes and you'll hear the voices of like, you're not this enough. You're not that you're not that, you know, who do you think you are that you should get to do that when everyone else is, you know, like there's just, I've heard that so much and I'm still hearing it. And I feel like I'm fighting. Like right now I'm like in battle because everything, like the more I'm rising, the more those voices are coming. But I, but, but I'm also just like, yeah, I'm not going there. Like, so I'm shutting it down, but it doesn't mean it's not there. And I'm like having to, it's almost like kind of walking through thick mud. Like I'm just like one step in front of the other, just trudging through. Cause it's hard work to follow your heart, but it's so worth it. And, um, when you feel that way, mm-hmm. what do you do? What do you return to? Or where do you go? Or what do you, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I think we can go that way, start playing some old scripts in our mind, start hearing yeah. a voice that says, who do you think you are? Yeah. Um, and then we go, you know what? Not worth it. Too much work, too much trouble. I'm just going to numb out. Yeah. I have, for me, like a couple of things, I am a journaler, so I just like to free flow, free flow, like let the words come out on paper. Um, I go back. I remember, like, I remember that moment where I knew that I knew that God was like, this is where I have you. And so I have to remember that even though whatever I'm doing, like it might not make sense right now, I know that I'm supposed to be here. Yeah. So that like anchors me back. And then, um, you know, just finding 
going to the word and places that speak um, the truth of who I am, like, I'm just like reading that over and over. And then I'm also, you know, being the yogi, just I'm going to go on my mat and be like, all right, Lord, like, here's what's coming up. Like, I need you to speak, speak back to my heart because I'm, I'm struggling. Yeah. So just a lot of different things, but it is like kind of just knowing there's going to be battle. Like there's going to be battle for you to get small. Yeah. And I'm in it right now. Um, yeah, totally. When we were talking earlier, you had mentioned Moses. I think that's kind of cool. I would love for you to just kind of touch on that. Yeah. So I think, um, a lot of the last two years has been a lot of like waiting and seeking vision on moving forward. And now there's been like some real, um, vision given and some big steps moving forward. And, um, this summer I was doing some trainings in India and Southeast Asia and I came back and I was just, um, knew like, okay, this is where we're headed. And I kept feeling like I've always loved the story of Exodus and God leading the people out of Egypt. And, um, there's just so many, beautiful parallels to like the Israelite struggles and my own. And, um, and so I love the story of that because it is so applicable, um, today even. And I just felt like God was kind of like, Allison, I know you're kind of confused why I'm choosing you, but like, look, like I want you to read Moses, like read the story of Moses leading the people. And I, um, you know, God gives him this call, like, I'm going to have you bring the people out of Egypt and bring them to the promised land. And he like has all the excuses like, Lord, but I'm not, I can't speak well. I'm not this. And he's just like, don't worry. Like, I will tell you what to say. Mm -hmm. Um, and so hearing that I'm like, okay, clearly Moses has the insecurities and wants to like (laughs) shrink back and be like, not me, you know? And I, I feel that like, God is like, Allison, I'm raising up an army. Like this is a, this is my movement. And for whatever reason, he's put me in the place I am at this time. And I don't want to get small, but it's tempting. But I like read the story and I, I see the faithfulness of God and like, the way God led the people through and 40 years, like just the daily bread of giving them, you know, what they needed each moment. Um, but then they bring, he brings them out like God trusting the slow work of God, that God is slow, but he's moving yes. even if we don't feel it. And so I, I think just going to that whole story, I just soaked in it a lot the last couple months, um, was super encouraging for me to stay committed mm-hmm. when the doubts come. Yeah. Um, to know like there are many before me who have been had a great call on their lives in scripture yeah, and who, who wrestled and failed and didn't quite follow through how they were supposed to, but continued on and yeah, God is committed. Yes. So, and, and our strength comes from him. And so when we're weak, it Mm -hmm. says in scripture, he is strong. Right. And so Mm -hmm. when he calls us into it, he equips us for it. So it's not, but it is still our humanness, I think, is what just comes back and says, yeah. like, really? You think mm-hmm. you're going to do this, right? So I think there's two lies. There's, like, you're not enough. You could never yeah. do this. And then when you think you are enough and you get some confidence, he goes, who do you think you are? Yeah. Right? Totally. It's like these <laughs> – yeah, the voices are very real. Yeah. It's being able to identify them. Yes. Yeah. And I, but I love that. I think – it's good when we feel like we're not adequate enough. Yeah. Like, I think that's the right place to be because otherwise it's easy to be like, oh, I've totally got this. Like, totally. I got this whole thing. I'll like, Holy Yoga International, like, yes. it's a breeze. And he, like, I need God to know I'm so desperate. Like, mm. I don't know what, how to do this well. Yes. I just know that I'm like, yes, I'm in. I love this. Like, my heart is for this. Yeah. It's yours, God, so take it. Let's do this. But, yes. oh gosh, like, I don't know why me. I'm not like 
I don't, I'm, I didn't get a master's. I'm not a theologian. I'm not a ma- like international right. cultures studies like right. degree. Like, and I, if you right now were like, <laughs> I'm going to go back and get my master's degree, I'd be like, why? Like, you have things to do. Like, yeah, you have- I don't even feel like I, I'm kind of. Like, I mean, I'm not like some people love study yeah. and that's their thing. Right. And they love the intellect. But I think and- there is a, a part. Part of me actually has thought that about ministry. Mm-hmm. Um, you know. Uh, just feeling like, oh, you have to be this, or you have to be ordained this, or you have to be, you know, and it's like, that's just not true. I know. Um, If God places a calling on your life, and he gives you something to say, Mm -hmm. you know, in obedience, you need to say it. Yes. And so I think the world in our own um, questioning of ourselves, we put parameters around God and about the around the work he's asking us to do, but he has none. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, it's limitless, and it's so expansive. And he doesn't want us to be change in by some notion that we need a degree. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're great. I love talking to people that have a oh, lot of yeah. degrees and have a lot of theology background and all of that. That um, is definitely our Western or American mentality yeah. that you need to have all the education, all the degrees to yeah. move forward. And but I love I in can scripture. be that person that's like, nope, I don't have all the yeah. degrees. I went to college and yeah. it's just been life experiences that have brought me where I am. Yeah. And in scripture, how he shows us who he mm-hmm. uses and it's mm-hmm. not the people that you think yeah yeah which is so mm-hmm. amazing um all right well I am so excited that we had a chance to talk and um you guys I'll put on the um on the website the um how to find Allison and how to learn more about what she's doing um she has some really cool stuff coming up in 2017 so you'll want to follow her on Instagram um, so you can be apprised of like what's coming up and um, join in. And if you're ever interested in learning more about um, trauma-informed yoga, um, it's just, it's amazing. It's amazing mm-hmm. what we're finding out and the way that we're adding that to healing. Um, and it's bringing healing, which is yeah. just so cool. So mm-hmm. um, let's, you want to pray? Let's yeah. pray before yeah. we hang up. And um, before we hang up, you guys, I'm not even on the phone. <laughs> Um, we're right here. So I'll put a picture of us so you guys can see us. Um, yeah, let's pray. Um, so father God, I just want to ask for a blessing over Allison. Um, I want to thank you for the way that you already have prepared the way that you've already given her the experiences that she needs. You've already opened the doors Lord so far and you will continue to do so. And so, um, this is a big, big dream that you have, God, of healing the world. Um, And so we just say yes to that. Um, We're just so excited for Allison that she says yes to you and that she listens to your voice, that she prays to you, that she waits for your lead, um, that she's not impatient or hurried or um, careless, but that she's wise and that she's prayerful and that she's discerning. And so, uh, Father, we just ask for more of that uh, for Allison, that you would continue to just pour into her, that you would continue to use her. She shines so brightly, Lord. And so we just thank you for her. We thank you for um, everything, uh, all the people that she's going to touch. And, Lord, I just want to ask a special blessing for all of the people that are here on retreat from other countries. Lord, that is not easy. Mm-hmm. Um, so they have said yes in a way that is just, it doesn't make any sense if they don't know you. And so we just love that they know you and that they trust you and that they're all in. And so, God, we thank you for that. Um, Lord, I want to ask a blessing for anybody who is listening who um, might feel a call, a tug on their heart. Um, It might look like a 
goosebump moment. It might look like a pit in their stomach, Mm -hmm. just a feeling, um, a conversation that brings them alive. Um, just something that a word that keeps coming back for them, Lord, um, gosh, it looks different for all of us Mm -hmm. and what you're calling us into looks different for all of us. And it's, um, it's just bigger than we can even imagine. But Lord, I just ask for a blessing over those people that they would take that next step, whatever that is, that they would get into the word, that they would get into prayer, that they would ask questions. You know, Allison said she had that conversation with Heidi. Yeah. Like get them in a community, Lord. We just ask you to lead them. Um, we ask you to protect their hearts and we ask you to um, embolden them so they can be courageous, Lord. Do you want to add anything else in? And Father, I just thank you for um, this calling you put on Sue and just being able to stir people's heart with this idea of the great big yes. And I pray that people listening um, would say yes in the small things, the little steps yeah. that turn into the big steps. Because um, usually that's where you start in these little small movements. And so um, to anyone listening right now, may they just say yes to this one little thing moving forward and, and see your faithfulness in that and um, have the courage to say yes again mm-hmm. and to remember, to remember what you've done, to know the trueness of who you are, that you're not who we might always feel, mm-hmm. but that you are consistent and true to your word and um, change the lens of how we see you so that we can trust, trust you fully with our hearts to know that you've created us um, with unique vision and giftings and um, to let go of any heart of comparison. Yes. But to really be um, committed to finding who you've made each of us to be and allowing others to shine and speaking life over those around us. So we thank you for your creativity in mm-hmm. humanity. Yeah. And yeah, thank you for just this special time to connect with my sister Sue. Yeah, for sure, Lord. Yeah. It's with joyful expectation, for sure, that we um, just look forward to the future and what you have for us. So we love you. Mm-hmm. We praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen.